What's up, everybody, and welcome, freelancers. Welcome to episode 129 of the Rocket Punch Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron, and alongside me, the one member on the team whose body is always ready. No, 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 my body is Reggie. He's Reggie. His body is always Reggie. <laughs> Will. Will, what's going on today, man? Um, apparently, if you haven't seen my shirt, I have issues. <laughs> obviously, obviously, I see that. For those tuning in, yes, uh, Deadpool. We're, we're big fans of Deadpool here. Yeah, like and, you know, not Deadpool. to the true one Deadpool fan that we know, um, Mr. Uh, Sanders Pool. If you think you're the biggest Deadpool fan, you are. <laughs> you are totally mistaken. <laughs> you haven't met Sanders Pool yet. That dude literally, and this is the coolest thing I've seen in a long time, he's got a Deadpool bust to rest his headphones on. Oh, really? Yeah, it's dope. Wow. I have not. Why haven't I seen this? I, I when he built his rig and he did the whole black and red theme. Mm-hmm. He was showing me pictures. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. I did not know about this oh, at all. man. No, no, yeah. He's got the coolest Deadpool theme rig I've ever seen. I've got to check that out. I'm going to see that. Hey, I'm just asking for some uh, some of them photogs. He'll probably hit you up with them. All right. Okay. Well, other than that, Will, how are you doing, man? How are you doing this week? How was the past week for you? Uh, I'm Not tired bad. and heavily caffeinated and... <laughs> I've had, I think... Cheers, Red Bull, and... Yeah, um, so this is number two, and I I woke up this morning after hardly getting any sleep, and I pounded two double shots of espresso, and on my lunch I had a quad shot of espresso. Whoa, So, yeah, we'll see how caffeine helps. Well, you know, hopefully we get that high during the show, because afterwards this is gonna... Oh, God, you really just... (laughs) Actually, that was a good. What are you talking about? That's nowhere near being bad. That was a good song. That was. I, I, I don't want to separate it. Yeah, I, I was okay with that song. Yeah, no, no. I've, I had a lot of fun with that song, dude. Um, I, I like that whole album. I don't know what you're talking about. Thousand percent with that song, there. Mm. Well, we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about here. Oh um, some stuff to go over and cover here, guys. So let's get straight right. So let's get right into everything here. If you did not know, this is the Rocket Punch Cast, where groups of friends come from all around to talk about video games into microphones at this table here. Uh, you can listen to us every Tuesday on your podcast service of choice. We're in all the big ones. Um, you can also find us on any other ones that you're listening to. So definitely search for Rocket Punch on your podcast feed of choice. Uh, make sure you can listen to us live as we record the show each and every week over at twitch.tv slash Rocket Punch Live every Sunday around 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, that way you can come interact with us, join us in our conversations. We always love to have people in chat giving us input there. Letting us know what their thoughts are on the topics we talk about and discuss. So definitely, if you get a chance, swing on by. Ooh, excuse me. Burp there from the he, Red Bull. He's over here dying a little bit. <laughs> don't don't let him die. No, I can't die yet. I, I still got I still got too much to give. Um, also, guys, remember if you want to check out more of our content, head over to RocketPunchGo.com. That is your one-stop shop for everything we do here. Rocket Punch, all of our videos, streams, podcasts, and more are going to be right there at your fingertips. And also, guys, um, if you want to help support the show, there are many ways you can do that. If you have um, Amazon Prime, you can throw us your free Twitch Prime sub that you get for being a um, subscriber to that here on Twitch. Um, You can click us and click that heart up at the top of your screen if you're watching via Twitch. That way you can follow our channel, let us know how we're doing. Um, You can also um, head over to patreon.com slash rocketpunch and subscribe there for as little as a dollar a month. You'll be able to um, help support the show, help keep the lights running, um, and of course get some cool, awesome exclusive content in the process there 
Um, while we're talking about our Patreon page, we definitely want to give a shout out as we do each and every week and every piece of content we do over to our Patreon producers here. Um, guys, these are our people supporting us at our highest tier on Patreon, which is $10 a month. And um, thanks to their generous donations, we definitely consider them producers of the show. They're helping to make the magic happen here at Rocket Punch. Yes. So definitely want to give a shout out to Chuck O'Brien, Jossie Moore, Sam Sugg, Jeremy Moses, Tyler Hughes, Steven Sanders, and Kim Sadar. Thank you guys so much for supporting us there, as well as all the other patrons that are supporting us over on patreon.com slash rocket punch. Agreed. By the way, if y'all couldn't tell, um, Steven Sanders is Sanders pool. Surprise. Shocker yeah. for anybody who's, yeah. who's, who's hasn't figured that out yet. Yeah. Um, actually, patron since the beginning. He was mm-hmm. one of our first patrons. Wow. Still going strong. Thank you, sir. That's why we always give you the shout outs there. Yeah. No, um, I, sorry. I'm not weird. No, I'm just saying, man. It's like thinking about it. It's like, whoa. <laughs> That's a lot. I mean, I, I, was, I was sitting there thinking the other day, like, how long have we had our Patreon page? And like... Bro. <laughs> He's been a patron and supporting us since then. And that says something. I definitely yes. says something. Uh, remember, guys, if you're listening via audio, we would love it, love it, love it if you took a few minutes out of your day to rate and review us over on your podcast service of choice, especially people listening via iTunes. Um, that does help our discoverability, and it also helps us get better and make more content for you guys. Um, and also, of course, guys, if you want to join the Rock Punch community, kind of goof off with us, chat with us here um, outside of our content, make sure you head over to our Discord pay, Discord server. Um, Will's going to be throwing that in the chat for everyone who's um, watching us here. And if you're listening, it'll be in the show notes for you guys to check out down at the bottom of your podcast feed. Yeah, you know. Let's see what's... Let's what's going on. Oh, upcoming announcements and events. Um, giving you guys a quick update on what's going on. Um, of course, this is the last. We're getting close to the last week in um, February. If this isn't already the last week, this actually is the last week in February here. So um, last Ooh. time we'll get to call it our game of the month, which is Anthem. Um, we had our stream with the um, content creator Will from your Anthem. Uh, yes. We that was fun this past week playing Anthem um, for everybody there watching and tuning into that. Um, do want to give a quick update though. There has been some delays in some of that, um, the other content we have, including the roundtable discussion and his creator spotlight. Um, some schedule conflicts kind of popped up there at the very last minute, so we weren't able to get that stuff um, recorded and taken care of for you guys. But we still got it on schedule for you. Yep. No, no we're uh, we're working to resolve it, but at the same time, um, with respect to everyone involved, um, everyone go participate go check their channel out yeah. they make some awesome content i have watched i think almost all their videos wow i wow i haven't even well, there's still a couple i haven't watched it i have a habit of throwing youtube on and i may watch it when it's a talking head video by putting it there so i can listen to it while i'm working on something else gotcha gotcha that makes sense Air, airpods are great for that because i can leave my phone on the wireless charger in the bedroom i can go cook that's in the good. kitchen do anything else and i still got one ear in that's good that is a good idea um, but no, uh, definitely check out their content, guys. Um, head over to uh, youtube.com slash your anthem. Uh, is it, is that right? Um, it's your anthem or anthem your, it, it's weird the way a lot of that works. If you search your anthem, he's going to pop up. Yeah. Search, search for your anthem. Um, you'll see the logo if you uh, recognize it there. Um, subscribe yeah. to him if you're excited and you're interested at all in anthem. He's definitely one of the top content creators out there for anthem. Definitely want to check out their and of oh. course, we will work to get that content out to you guys uh, once we're able to get reschedule all that stuff and get everything back on track for you guys. I, fa- I found his YouTube linked. There you go. 
As for everybody watching on Twitch, YouTube, um, CT Gamer has linked it in chat for you guys. So there you go. Oh, welcome to the channel, Ruru Two. Welcome back. Uh, ooh, Ruru Two. And, and don't think I didn't see you lurking over there, General Palace. <laughs> um, uh, events. What we've got going on this week? Um, we talked about our. We did our local um, meetup last week. This week we're actually doing our online meetup, which is our game night. Um, this February 26th, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, you want to meet in our Discord channel. Uh, we're going to be promo promoting that uh, the all week. The big game that we're going to play this week and we'll be featuring will be Apex Legends. But, but, if you want to play any type of multiplayer game, whether it's on PC or consoles or whatnot, you want to jump into Discord to find people to play with, definitely just come on down to the Discord channel. We'll be happy to now, get you hooked up. Um, there's, a, there's an awesome uh, multiplayer mode. I don't know if they support it on Xbox Live for one of their games with gold this month. Uh, the Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Academy. Where you, the multiplayer is you run around with lightsabers and murder each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do they have that for console? Um, Do they have that version? Yeah, dude. It was just a multiplayer mode. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, they had it on GameCube. I don't see why the OG Xbox version ported to the One X wouldn't have it. All right. Well, there you go. But any type of multiplayer game, guys, if Aww. you want to um, jump in and um, have fun with people, definitely come in to our local our game night on the 26th. Thanks for the resub, CSL. We appreciate you, dude. Oh, thank you, CSL. Always appreciate it. Glad to see you here in chat. Um, that's all of our events there. Yep. Our podcasts, um, because of some of the delays and shifts in schedule as well, those um, creator spotlights from last week did get delayed as well. But if you are listening to this via audio, both creator spotlights will be live and running by the time you listen to this here. Um, we've got all the audio and everything on the cutting room floor done. We've just got to plug them into our website and get the um, text and everything updated. And then you guys will be good to go there. Um, in case you forgot about those guys, um, number one uh, is going to be Cat Dell um, from One Up on Cancer. A really, really insightful um, interview about like supporting and charity and things of that nature. So you definitely want to check out that out. Don't want to miss that. And also, this is especially cool for our local people here um, in our area, uh, Jeremy Long in the Huntsville Comic and Pop Culture Expo. That one will be live. So if you want to, one, know more, a whole lot more about the um, Huntsville Comic and Pop Culture Expo coming up here soon, or you just want to know about how how stressful setting up a convention on your own can definitely be, or if you want to know how to do that yourself, you guys can definitely be able to check out those Creator Spotlights episodes uh, this upcoming week. So like I said, if you're listening via audio, those will be live in your podcast feed right now. Um, other than that, um, our Twitch schedule. Um, what we've got going on, on Twitch, guys, remember, twitch.tv slash rocketpunchlive. That's the place you want to be if you want to come watch us play games throughout the week. Um, this upcoming Tuesday is our game night, so we're not going to be streaming anything this Tuesday. Yep. But Wednesday we will be streaming something. You've already mentioned it. Yep, Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. So if multiplayer is on the table, cool. If not, I'm going to go play through the story mode, and if that ends up getting beat really quick, then we'll jump to KOTOR. Um, we are doing OG Xbox games because I'm tired of all this new shiny stuff. I want something that looks ugly. And I mean <laughs> oh, ugly in the nicest way possible. It, it, like, ugly, it, it looks ugly. ugly compared to Anthem, all right? It's all these blocks and, like, you know, it's like, ooh, uh, that looks like it's out of the PS2 OG Xbox days. Hmm. That's well, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's an OG Xbox game. Oh, that's true. I guess we point. So, but, um, no, um, yeah, I'm going to be streaming that right off the Xbox. So, please, um, j please understand one thing. I'm not going to have my cap card because this guy's going to have it for the Anthem stream. 
Oh, yes. So I will be streaming right from the Xbox. So it'll be the first time doing that. Please work with me on that. You did say you wanted to try that out. So. Well, not only do I want to try it out, but it'll be a little easier for you uh, because I, I got the 1X so it can handle the stream output at the same time. True. So I figured, Good why point. not try it? Worst Good case point. scenario, don't work. Good point. Good point. What? Whoa, 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 see assault. I bought Kotor like five times. Don't don't even at me, bro. <laughs> oh, I got an old whoa. PC CDs. No, no one is hating on Kotor. Okay, no one's hating on it. No, no, I bought it on CDs for my PC back in the day. When and I also had it on. Um, I, I'm not sure if it was the original Xbox, GameCube, whatever. Mm. I, no, it wasn't. No, I had it on CDs. I now have it on the Xbox because okay. they did okay. the back compat digital download i also bought when i bought my original xbox uh used here from the the used place over on 72 uh oh, madison oh yeah um, yeah gamers paradise yeah i went there and i bought an og xbox with um before they en enabled original xbox back compat with um what the hell was that game crimson skies uh, and kotor Classic. Classic. and kotor and so now i have so i bought kotor like three or four times sorry because i also have it on steam <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. I, apparently, I can't keep, stop giving Bioware old Bioware money. <laughs> well, um, the other game here, this Thursday, guys, we'll be streaming some more Anthem. Um, with the capture card now, we're going to rework the stream a little bit, so hopefully <laughs> we don't have as many of the crashes as we did last week. Oh, no. It's going um, to melt his 6th-gen uh, I-series CPU. Oh, the, the, I mean, I'm still... It was at 90% utilization and still crashing once an hour. Yeah, like once an hour it still crashes, and but it's better than once every five minutes. I think I think we can all agree with that, bro. It's time to upgrade. <laughs> I, I know things are in the pipeline. Thanks, EA. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, uh, this upcoming Friday, guys, we'll be off for the stream this week. There, so those that's your streaming schedule for this week. Um, again, make sure you're following us here on Twitch.tv/RocketPunchLive so you knowing when we go live each and every day. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is, this is why I love the show here, and I love how we do our notes. We, For people who don't know, a little behind-the-scenes thing, um, we do our notes very easily on uh, Google. Uh, yeah, Google we notes. use Google Drive. And so, Will has left me some awesome notes during the show while I'm, I'm, I'm blabbing. Yeah. While you were about. talking, I was literally yeah. just like, oh, let me start typing <laughs> uh, some lyrics. <laughs> Well, we're going to ignore those lyrics here, guys. Um, what we're going to do here... Look, man, don't get mad at Will Smith's lyrics. Hey, look, I you we had that player in like two weeks ago. I'm, I know, I'm, that's you know, what I'm mean. down with Big Willie style. Um, get it's jiggy your fault with I started it. listening to it again. Yes, yes. Um, next section we've got guys here getting into the meat of the episode is table talk. If you guys didn't know, table talks where we kind of talk about our gaming highlights throughout the week. Um, we also talk about news and any of the relevant topics through in that section there before we get to our topics of the show because we got two of them. Um, so first and foremost are um, our personal highlights. Um, what have we been playing? Now before you answer that, let me go ahead and put a caveat on here. We have been playing Anthem, of course. We've been playing it for the last week and a half. Mm -hmm. That is one of the topics. We will get to that topic in just a little bit. But aside from Anthem, what have you been playing this week? Besides Anthem. He's thinking real hard, folks. Don't hurt yourself. Dragon Ball Z Dokken Battle? You know, we it has, it's been a while since we've had a real good conversation about Dokken <laughs> Battle on the show. Um, how is the old Dokken Battle doing? Oh, oh, it's been Dokken Battle. They're, uh, you know, 
I'm like 1,100 days in. Don't mind me over here. <laughs> 1,100? That is over three years. Yeah, I know. Good lord, man. Yeah. I've been playing the hell out of that game, too. Do you get, like, all of the hidden characters and the special um, cards and stuff? or I'm working on it. I'm waiting on this Gohan event to come back around so I can get okay. the Namek Gohan. Namek Saga Gohan. Wow. Okay. Wow. I already got the old... I got the limited rare Captain Ginyu, okay? <laughs> Words the Frog? No, where uh, he's in Goku's body with the whole Ginyu Force posing behind him. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm down with that. Yeah. No, but, uh, yeah, no, no. Okay. Uh, I was semi-joking when I said Doken Battle. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I mean, hey, look. Again, we still haven't gotten that update about Doken Battle on the show. <laughs> oh, man. An update. I mean, you know, they just had, like, their fourth year anniversary or some shit, so... Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, um... They got the new Broly in the game. Oh, they didn't waste any time, I'm sure. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that is like, that's an automatic time. Like, they probably had that in before the movie they got released. They No, they didn't, actually. Wow, shocker. Japan had it before we did, though. Okay, there, there we go. That's what <laughs> Japan yeah. always gets it first. Don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't twist yourself up in a knot. Um, <laughs> Bandai is like, mm, uh, yes, uh, Japan, then Global. Global's usually a few months after. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not salty. <laughs> not at all. Then no, that's no, how I get. No, no. Actually, no. I did pre-order uh, the. No, actually, it's not a pre-order. Um, Crimes of Grindelwald came out. Oh. On okay. 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 So I picked that up. Uh, people can shut their mouths. I like that movie. You do like the movie? Okay. Yeah. Now, to be fair though, I've I really haven't seen a Harry Potter movie I hate yet. So. Some maybe I didn't love as much as the others, but... Good point. Good point. Like, the the worst Harry Potter movie is, like, up here. <laughs> I mean, it may not be Die Hard 1 and 2 and 3, but it's yeah. still pretty good. It's still pretty awesome. Okay. It's yeah. not the best Christmas movie of all time. I'm, I'm just saying that, but... It is the best movie. I mean, I mean we, got, we got standards over here at Rocket Punch. They may not be high, but we got them. That's right. Damn right. Um, anything else? Anything happening? Uh, working on a war re review. Yeah. War review, yes. Yeah. Still working on that. Still, Still playing know. that and taking notes and working on it. Oh, man. It does have some power of the good boy, though. <laughs> it sounds like you're enjoying the dogs very, the very much. The good boy is playable. Oh, man. I, yeah. gotta, I gotta get more into that. I, I, have, I feel like I've been, there's a bunch of games and demos on my Switch that I feel like I've been neglecting oh. the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm disappointed in you, actually. Well, just because the, these flood of new games, I still... Nah. Um, I still haven't had a chance to play Metro Exodus. I want to play that. I'm not um, even going to buy that game Cra yet. Crackdown 3. haven't yeah. played that yet. The only reason I have Crackdown is because of Game Pass. <laughs> We're going to talk about Game Pass, too. Um, oh, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I don't. I don't have any highlights here. Let's get into the news because there's a fair... There's a lot of discussion I think we're going to have here in the news, guys. Um, we've got three items in our news here. Oh, 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 oh. What? Let me open this up here. What? So let's jump into the news here. Number one, Google is having an event at the Game Gamers Developers Conference. Oh, yeah, they were doing a GDC announcement on like the, what was it, the 19th of March? Yes, I'll go into details here. Um, this I'm pulling from um, The Verge. It's an article by Tom Warren. So definitely go ahead and give him some credit here. After their whole PC build fiasco, we're still using The Verge? I look, man, I just... I, I look, I go search look, for the information. Look, man, no, no, it's cool. Um, as an aside, I uh, I have a s severe dislike of Vox Media after their whole recent, like, copyright thing on YouTube where they were trying to sweep a video of them poorly building a, uh, a rig under the rug. 
So don't mind me over here as I... I was going to say, I just go to where the news is and I gather the sheet. Yeah, I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I just look at how Vox Media handles their business practices and I'm like, as Rocket Punch, I wouldn't do that. That's not cool. If people are going to make fun of me on the internet, I'll, I'll be like, pass them a beer and like, let's laugh. <laughs> but no, 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 no. Let's sweep things under the rug. We can read this so I can talk, we can talk about it. Um, so, guys, uh, again, the article is from The Verge here by Tom Warren. Uh, Google is holding a mysterious gaming press event at GDC next month. Um... Reading a little bit from here, Google is planning to hold a mysterious gaming-related re- event at the Gamers Developers Conference next month. Google has started emailing invites to members of the media today, inviting, the, inviting them to, quote, gather around, unquote, for a Google keynote that simply promises, quote, all will, will be revealed, end quote, on March 19th at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Google's cryptic invite includes an animated GIF with an explosion of light in a hallway, Google typically, Google typically participates at GDC with developer-focused events that provide the latest updates and changes to Android game developers. This year's Google keynote is clearly going to be different, and the company wants everyone to know it's doing something different this time. A little bit more in the article there, but that about sums it up there. Will, what do you think Google's bringing at GDC this year. It's their competitor to Microsoft's iCloud. It's their uh, their game streaming service. You think uh, Project oh, Stream? Yeah, totally. Project Which, um, by the way, is running on AMD hardware and servers. Just saying. Really? Yeah, no, they're, they're totally running on AMD uh, okay. cards and CPUs. That I didn't know. Um, yeah, no, um, Dr. Lisa Su, um, who runs AMD, was... <laughs> Rurutu in chat says Google's going to announce Diablo Immortal. <laughs> no, 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 no. Blizzard already did that to uh, <laughs> then question the audience if they had phones. Oh, that's funny. Um, but, yeah, no, no, no. Somebody already made that snafu. We're good. Um, yeah, no, I think it's going to be Project Stream. Um, okay. Funny thing uh, that I found out recently, Dr. Lisa Su is the niece of Jensen Wong. Those names mean nothing to me. Jensen Wong is the guy who runs NVIDIA. So, literally, AMD... The head of AMD is a family member of the guy who is the head of NVIDIA. Just that's that. weird. <laughs> yeah, that, I feel like that should be illegal. Like they're trying to like. Well, they're they're in full business competition. It's just they AMD literally just lost a whole bunch of. Uh, this is a side note. The reason why I'm bringing all this up is because they're using AMD hardware in the product stream. Okay. okay. That that's why all this is being brought up. Yeah. I I think that. Project Stream, I think, will definitely get brought up. I'm also curious if you remember way, way, way back. Everybody watching and uh, listening, um, they had there were talks and whispers and rumors of this. Like Google was working on their uh, like a box. I use the the term box very loosely, but kind of their own gaming section. It's just gonna be a Chromebox that plugs into the TV. That's literally a streaming thing. That's and, all and, and that could be it. That yeah, could be it. It's literally gonna probably pair with an Xbox controller. Well, obviously. That would be the smartest thing to do. Someone already did the R&D on it. Just bundle an Xbox controller in there. I mean, I, I played Project Stream with that, and, it, and that could that could come in with yeah. Project Stream. Um, Ruritu, didn't Ouya get bought out by NVIDIA? Ooh, fact check. Somebody in Twitch chat, fact checks on that. Uh, Will might do it now here while I ramble for a minute. Um, well, um, stepping back to what I was talking about. The reason why I'm bringing up the whole AMD, Lisa Sue, and Jensen Wong thing, um, AMD hardware is running on this. What people aren't watching right now is a lot of the uh, AMD graphics uh, people who are in charge of design have got poached by Intel lately. Mmm. 
Yeah. Really? So no, we may know. have Big Blue entering the GPU market, and that could be a swing towards uh, their server space. Because Big Blue's money typically comes from servers. Yeah. Which that may, corporate. that may be an announcement here as well. that They may be going Intel. That'd be, okay. That'd be interesting to see. So that's why I bring a lot of that up. That'd be interesting to see. No, I think uh, Project Stream, I think, is definitely going to be brought up. I oh, is it Razer? Oh, no, Razer acquired them. It was a black and green company. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick. Take your pick. Yeah, no, Razer bought them. It was a billion dollars, too. A billion dollars for that. By the way, I had an idiot. That thing was a piece of shit. <laughs> Nobody. No, no, I, I backed it. I thought it was cool. It, it, it was before its time, maybe. Uh, it, it was cool when I loaded you know, emulators on it. <laughs> but it, it, I think that... I'm not going to be surprised if that box pops up and whatever that is, something maybe where you take, like you said, you take the box, you hook it up, and it just basically it's Project Stream, like a. Um, It'll be running Chrome OS, and it's going to do Project Stream off that, like that, a Roku box. I think or something, than that. something to, to that extent. You get you have that picture in your head. Yeah, my my bet. Is it'll handle um, a 1080p stream and it, the local box will upscale it to 4K. Yeah. But I, I really want to know what, um, I really want to know what Project Stream is going to look like in its finished product because I, I got to play Project Stream a pretty good bit, mm -hmm. um, played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and it worked very very well. Okay. Uh, granted, I have a very robust internet connection here, but. Um, I know talking to a lot of members of the community that were running this game on years old laptops on wireless connections, 2.4 gigahertz in their house, and they were having a pretty pretty stable stream, not many hiccups at all. Um, I was really impressed with some of the feedback and stuff that I heard, so it was really, really cool to hear and see. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that we get a lot more information on it, how the technology works, what it's going to look like, what its official branding is, how much, what the cost is going to be, if yeah. there's a lineup or whatnot, what Google's, really what Google's plans are for the game Did market. you ever get your copy of uh, Assassin's Creed? No. Uh, that is, uh, it's, there, it's going to take a while. Okay. It's going to take a while. Like, they, they sent emails out saying that it's coming, You um, just wait. Wait a little bit. So the dragons are coming? Just like the dragons in Game of Thrones, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. So it's never going to happen? Yep. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Rurutu in chat says twenty dollars a month. I I don't know don't if you can justify think, that. I, I think his game pass is ten. I think it'll be around the ten. I might even be okay with fifteen. Anything more than that? Mm. I mean, at that point, though, why wouldn't I just use Game Pass and plug in my Xbox? Well, and that's what I'm curious to see how they're going to combat that because yes, that'll work as long as you buy an Xbox One, which is at least. 200, 250. Yeah, you catch a, yeah, like a pre-owned one from GameStop for like 140. Oh, yeah, but the, 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 like, the MSRP, I, I, not many people are going to be thinking about pre-owned. Are know. you kidding me? You go on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist right now and see how you can get an Xbox One for. Oh, you probably snag one for 100 bucks. Well, that I'm not downing at any. At Especially any if someone's fashion. willing to wheel a deal. I mean, come on, man. There's plenty of people out there. 
They'd be like, <laughs> "Little snaggy deal." I paid nothing for my One X. <laughs> I literally got it you for did. a bunch of shit that I had sitting in my room. I wasn't using. You did because yeah, I, I told you that. I told you about that deal. I, you did. Yeah. yeah, and then I used and abused it with, and I, I went in beforehand and I bought that GameStop Elite Pro whatever bullshit, which they got away with. But it was like, yeah, um, I mean, that's also how I got my sister Switch for nothing. You just love working deals, man, at GameStop. Look, if I can screw GameStop out of money, yes. <laughs> That's horrible. That's why they're going out of business. People like me. Well, they're not out of business yet, but they're they're, they're hurting real bad. Um, Rutu in chat says that is selling a lot of processing power for ten dollars a month. I it, it, it depends. It, again, it's I, I, me personally. I think it's part of that business. If you get enough people paying ten dollars a month. I mean, that's kind of like Netflix, man. How much does it cost to house all those videos and do the stream? Because yes. you know I mean, it's all playing on a server somewhere. Well, but you got to remember, too, Netflix, when they started doing the streaming thing, it was like $8 a month. Then it went to $9 a month. Now it's like $11.99. 10. Now you're like $11 no, no, or $12. If you do 4K on multiple screens, it's like 20 bucks or some shit. It's like 14 Close enough But still, taxes. like their prices have gone up, which obviously shows that their infrastructure has gone up with more popularity. So I don't think $10 a month is unreasonable. Um, $15 a month, I'm not going to be surprised, but... Um, no, um, Netflix does not require on-the-fly GPU. Um, also, I don't know if you saw the link I put I put in above, which is going to be the closest competitor to Project Stream. Uh, Project X Cloud actually uses Xbox hardware and server blades. Of course, because Microsoft has all the money. Well, I mean, when you make the hardware and you control the software. It's true. Truth. Um, didn't Apple learn that? Truth. You're, you're right on that. Yeah. Okay. Not, I'm not necessarily agreeing with their approach all the time, but they do. The philosophy is there. Yeah. Okay. But um, news item number two, we've got some January 2019 NPD sales chart numbers here. Um, wanted to go over, kind of take a look at here from um, how January went because we had some big games starting this year. Um, pulling this article here from Jeff Grubb over at VentureBeat.com. Will, if you wouldn't mind posting that link in chat if you yeah, haven't I got already, you. Um, there. I'm going to read. Where do I want to read? Blah, 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 blah. You want to read it everywhere. Yep, I do want to read. Let me go ahead and start. Uh, gaming fans in the United States spent $893 million at U.S. retailers and on full game digital downloads in January, according to industry tra tracking firm, the NPD Group. That's down 19% from the same period in 2018. Those sales declines are largely due to a tough comparison because 2018 was such a huge year for both hardware and software sales. January 2018 also saw the release of Monster Hunter World, one of the industry's biggest successes last year. Um, oh, skipping I that came out last year. It did. I'm skipping around. Uh, big releases like Kingdom Hearts 3, Resident Evil 2, and New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe helped power those sales. But they faced an extremely tough comparison to Monster Hunter World, which ended 2018 as the number 9 best-selling game in the U.S. Um, as tracked by NPD. Here are the results from January 2019. Um, we've talked about the total as well. Um, hardware, $199 million, down 28% from $278 million in the same period last year. Uh, PC and console software, $427 million, which is down 18%. And accessories and game cards is $267 million, down 12%. Now, the, here's the fun part. This is what everybody cares about, and this is what we're going to talk about probably. Um, NPD tracks um, the software. NPD tracks physical sales at retailers, but it also gets digital data directly from publishers. But not every game, but not every company participates. For example, Nintendo doesn't share its first-party sales, and Activision Blizzard does not provide its Battle.net sales. 
Uh, these charts are sorted by dollar sales, not number of units sold. Best-selling game. The best-selling games of January 20, 2019. That's what they meant to say. It's a clarification here. In the United States. Number one. I'm going to go through the top ten for you guys here. I'll let you read right. the full list here um, by going to their link. Uh, number one, Kingdom Hearts 3. Jesus. I said Kingdom Hearts 2. They need, man, they got to get somebody to check these. Um, number two, Resident Evil 2 Remake. Uh, number three, New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Number four, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Five, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Six, Resident Evil Redemption. Two, Red, oh God. Right, whoa, you're mixing franchises, bro. Resident Evil Redemption? Red, Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> um, number seven, Ace Combat 7. Skies Unknown. Number eight, NBA 2K19. Number nine, Mario Kart 8. And number 10, Grand Theft Auto 5. Um, you can read the full list of 20 over on the U. website. Hang on, I, I'm just doing some quick arithmetic. Mario Bros. U Deluxe, mm-hmm. Smash Bros. Ultimate, Let's see, Mario Kart 8. All right, that works still. All right, now hang on. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild is still in the top 20. Wow. <laughs> Super Mario Party. Not surprised. And Mario Odyssey. So six of the top 20 games that don't include digital downloads are still Nintendo. That's a big number. <laughs> and those are first-party Nintendo games. Um, I want to. Uh, it's go, the article goes on to highlight some of the big games that were in here. I want to read those real quick. Um, Kingdom Hearts Three was the best-selling game of January 2019, says Piscatella. Total launch month dollar sales of Kingdom Hearts Three were 2.5 times that of the previous franchise best, Kingdom Hearts Two, which debuted on the PlayStation Two in March 2006 tracking period. This is the second month in history that a Kingdom Hearts game has topped the bestsellers charts. Kingdom Hearts Two was done, the best-selling game of April 2006. So great job for them. Uh, Resident Evil 2 ranked ranked second on January's bestsellers chart, driving more than 2.8 times higher dollar sales than the launch month of the original Resident Evil 2, which was released in January of 1998 tracking period on PlayStation. It was January's best-selling game on the Xbox One platform. That's also interesting though as well. Uh, New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe entered the January charts as the third best-selling game of the month. Launch month dollars sales of New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe were more than 30% higher than that of New Super Mario Bros. U, which launched on the Wii U in November 2012. And then the last one here that it brings up, um, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. Um, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown set a new franchise record as launch month dollar sales totaled more than 80% higher than October 27's Ace Combat 6 Fires of Liberation. Which is kind of crazy to think about, because Ace Combat franchise has been around for a while, mm. and honestly, I'm still playing six. <sighs> Dude, uh, first off, if you guys want to see a beautiful flight RPG game, that is one way to go. Yes, oh. Ace Combat is beautiful. Beautiful looks great. B e a beautiful mm-hmm. to quote uh, Jim Carrey. But um, no, hearing those numbers, looking at that, um, any particular thoughts that jump out at you? Will on those? Uh, not really, man. I'm going to be honest with everything going on, though. <sighs> Disney sells. I mean, you throw Disney on something and it's going to sell. I'm actually... So I'm not really too surprised about Kingdom Hearts taking I'm not off. surprised, but I still kind of am. I figured Resident Evil 2, because it was received very well, actually, in Just, a lot of the reviews, it was received higher. But you got to um, remember, parents can buy uh, Kingdom Hearts for their kids. I mean, true. And plus, Kingdom Hearts had this mythos-like hype surrounding it because 
Which wasn't earned. But, but 13 years ago, you know, 13 years since Kingdom Hearts 2 um, was officially released, even though we got other incremental games. I'm not going to go through yeah, that Birth list. Yeah, Birth by Slave, 358 by 2. I mean, what other random-ass names can you come out with? I, I just, I, I don't feel like the franchise is actually worth all the hype. The Kingdom Hearts games? Yeah. I'm, I'm Considering how many of them I played, I think I can say that. I'm having fun with it. I'll be I'm here. not saying they're bad. I'm just saying I don't think they're worth the hype. I think it's 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 the fan base. You know, just like you're going to have any type of game with any type of fan base, you have all these fans that are pouring out and enjoying and having fun with these games. But, I um, mean, don't they have phones? Number three. <laughs> On that note. Um, Xbox continues to set groundwork for next-gen uh, these here, I've got two different articles I want to reference here. Um, Already putting them in chat. We'll throw them in chat for Twitch viewers. And remember, if you're listening via audio, these will come to you. Um, in the show notes. In the show notes. So definitely check those show notes out here as well. First, I want to read this article here from the Sydney Morning Herald by Tim Biggs about how Xbox and Netflix for gamers, which is their Game Pass, is expanding players' horizons. I'm not going to read the whole, number, whole article here, but there were some numbers... That were very, very interesting that they were pulling here that I definitely want to reach out and kind of talk about here um, in regards to Game Pass um, by the numbers. In fact, I'm jumping here in the middle of the article here. Uh, Matt Percy, head of planning for Game Pass at Microsoft, says players' game time generally increases 20% once they join Game Pass and the number of different games they play goes up by 40%. Quote, People are drawn to the biggest brands and the stuff that they know, but with Game Pass, we're really giving them a wider taste and getting people to follow or look at a wide variety of franchises, Percy says. People might come for Halo, but then discover they love action. That's a really good thing for us as a platform. It can apparently be a good thing for game makers too, even though at face value you might wonder how getting a slice of a subscription compares financially to getting a cut of a full price sale. For example, Human Fall Flat is a game that was very successful on PC, but as a physics-based puzzle game, you might expect it wouldn't do as well on console. Percy says Game Pass members haven't have played more than 3 million hours of it to date, and 40% of those players have never played any puzzle game before. That's kind of cool. It's this is there's a lot in this article here, but that's a very small snippet here. Uh, based on this right now, what are your thoughts on here about Game Pass? Well, I actually use Game Pass. Um, so, for me, I funny enough, because of Game Pass, I've found that I use my Xbox more than I do my PlayStation by a wide margin now. Oh but, like, my PlayStation... Sony fanboys, cover your ears. La, 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 yeah, yeah. La, 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 the last la, la. time I turned my PlayStation on was to download the DLC for Spider-Man. <laughs> that was it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I actually forgot to cancel my, my PS Plus and it renewed and I got pissed. Oh. <laughs> I was like, ah! Womp, womp, womp. Look, no. man. No, it, in all seriousness, though, I, the main reason I'm using it is going back and playing um, old first-party Xbox titles and, and hate it all you want, but I'm also using it um, to play, like, uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition on Xbox so I get the Who one X. That? Those games are great. No, no, I know, but what I'm saying is I'm playing it on the one X now to see what it looked like that versus the PS3 version I had. And I think um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider either it's already on there or it's coming up soon. It is, um, but I already own it on Xbox. <laughs> so but it, it's it's like, the, ah. but what's really cool is I think I'm pretty sure somebody can fact check me on it that you can play the entire Tomb Raider trilogy 
on Game Pass. You can. Which is I, wild. I've seen them on Game Pass. In fact, there's this handy little app that lets you preload Game Pass games onto your console. So, yes. Exactly. Um, no, I'm, I'm really... The thing that excites me about this in reading some of those numbers is the fact that more people are playing games outside of their comfort zone. Which is super, super awesome. That can help give games attention that they might not have otherwise gotten. Well, there's a game I'm going to be downloading and trying out in the next week or so called uh, Ver- War- uh, Warhammer Vermintide 2. I've heard the game is pretty fun. Actually. Yeah, I have never played that franchise. I've never had a desire to play it, but it's now on Game Pass, and I'm going to give it a shot. You see, and, and that's that point right there, like giving those games a shot, giving, especially, a lot, especially for indie gamers um, or indie developers, that really gives your game a chance to shine instead of kind of being buried in like this deluge of all these games if you're one of these hundred or so games that are on game pass and you get featured or people are scrolling through and they're like oh let me check this game out this looks kind of cool they might actually enjoy this game you know the human fall flat thing is crazy you know three million hours played and 40 percent of the player base on console has never played a puzzle game not human fall flat a puzzle game before And they were jumping into um, Human Fall Flat. And I think that's really cool. Now, um, the last... I'm going to reference another podcast on here. Um, have you ever listened to Major Nelson's podcast? Obviously, he's I, the Xbox spokesman and all that. But. I know him, but I've never listened to a podcast. All right, Larry Herb is his name. He had Phil Spencer on. That's why I listened to it. Okay. Um, and they were talking about Project X Cloud and their game discovery and that kind of stuff. And it was actually really interesting to listen. Um, uh, Spencer's been playing on Project X Cloud for the last few months instead of on his one X. That's not shocking. No, no, but it's kind of cool though, to see like for a lot of the stuff he plays, like he can't talk about it obviously because you know, they're, it's not out yet. But also when he is live on there and if you see him live on Xbox right now, 99% of the time he's playing on X cloud and everyone sees all this stuff the same way they always do. It's just, He's on the cloud instead of on his One X on the TV. It's very interesting because I know there was a rumor going on this week that um, Xbox is Xbox is going to announce their next gen systems at E3 this year, which would be smart. Build the hype and then do like a um, uh, twenty twenty like spring launch. The, the rumor like the said Switch. that announced this year, then a fall twenty twenty um, release. I don't know if fall twenty twenty is going to be right, man, because then you're competing with the PlayStation. I don't. I think they had to do what Nintendo did and launch in the spring. Yeah, well, the reason they go into the fall is because they know people have money. They get ready for Christmas. Extra turns, man. That's true too. That's true. I'm just saying. But well, we don't know anything yet, too. Yeah, it, so, it, that, that hasn't been confirmed. That's spe- it's all rumors. rumors. Um, also, we got to think and realistically. Um, so, for those of you who don't follow tech, um, AMD is making the graphics cards and CPUs for the next generation consoles because they're the ones who make them for the current generation consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have anything but a, that's not a Switch and it plugs into your TV and plays either Sony or Xbox games, it runs AMD, both CPU and GPU. Well, so Project Navi got pushed back because they had to retape the GPU. Um, they had some issues in the first batch of production, so it's kind of interesting to see what's going on. And that is partly, um, Navi is more than likely going to be what powers the next generation of the One X and the Pro. Okay. okay. So that is going to be like the GPU um, that processes all. Uh, but you want to know who's paying for a lot of that development? Sony and Microsoft are footing a lot of the bill for AMD's development on that. 
That wouldn't be surprising because they're... That's basically their lifeblood. They've got to have that development so they can have more powerful consoles. Because, surprise, most of the console makers are using AMD as their chipset manufacturer. Hi, Soren Riverstone. Welcome. Uh, hey, Soren Riverstone. Welcome to chat. Come on in. Get comfortable. Yeah, Join in the conversation. We're, we're uh... I, I'm being a hardware nerd. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. We got a podcast for that. Don't worry. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Um, but speaking of rumors, the other article I wanted to reference as well, and talking about the um, what what the, whatever the hell Xbox is doing here, um, from Game Informer, um, Imran Khan over there um, writes an article, a rumor, Microsoft is bringing Game Pass and published titles to Switch. Um, let me read this article here. According to a report from outlet Direct Feed Games, an outlet that has a strong track record for rumors, especially centering around Nintendo, Microsoft, and especially around Nintendo, Microsoft and Nintendo are about to get together in a big way in the near future. Not only will some Microsoft games find their way to the Switch, but it looks like the entire Game Pass library might arrive via the magic of streaming. The report states that Microsoft is looking into publishing some of their own catalog to the Switch in the form of actual ports. This is in no way strange for Microsoft, who has dabbled in things like lending out Rare for games on Nintendo systems and developing and publishing games on Nintendo consoles such as Minecraft. Microsoft-owned developers like Ninja Theory and Obsidian are still self-publishing their games on the Switch and other systems as well. The game specifically mentioned by DirectFeed is Ori and the Blind Forest, a crown jewel in Microsoft lower-key publishing initiatives. There's... A whole. Well, additionally, the report goes on to say that Microsoft will be leveraging their announced Project X Cloud streaming service to bring Xbox One games to the Switch. While the Switch can't natively play, as a hypothetical example, Gears Five, it could stream it over the internet. This will be done through Game Pass, which allows players to subscribe to a service to access a Netflix-style library of games. Whole lot more in that article here. What? What? What in the God's name do you even think about this? I don't even... This is rumor. Speculation. So, do you think there's any weight to this? Do you think this is something... So there is, there <laughs> is precedent for the Switch streaming games. And I'm linking a Kotaku article about it right now. Okay. Um, so Nintendo has actually allowed people to um, stream Assassin's Creed Odyssey oh. in Japan. You can stream the game. Really? Yeah. So that's per this article. I don't know that. Okay. Yeah, it's a cloud-based version of the game. Um, they have uh, some other Capcom mm -hmm. titles that are cloud-based only. Um, Resident Evil Seven on the Switch in Japan is streamed to the Switch. It is not played on the Switch. Really? Yeah. Like this is a real thing. This party is going this is on in Japan. Cool. Yeah, this is a Japan-only thing. I'm gonna put it into the notes here, just so you can put it in show notes. Uh, General Palace in chat. Good question. If this is true, do you think we will have to keep paying for both Xbox Live and Switch Online? Yes. Um, I guarantee you Nintendo <laughs> wants their $20 a year. Yes. Um, and Xbox wants their 60 a year. 1,000% yes. Now, if, the, if Nintendo allows them to do that on the stream, would they offer a combo deal? Possible. You think they would... I think Nintendo would be willing to offer like a combo if they get a slice of the pie. Or like say... You know what? Game Xbox Live is this. We'll take ten a year if it means people are going to buy more hardware and they got to pay licensing rights to be able to stream it on the console. That's true. And I, I, because Nintendo makes their money off software IP, not on hardware. They don't sell at a loss on hardware, but they are willing to sell it at near cost 
and then make their money on software. Hence why they have five or six games in the top 20 selling games of January is all first-party Nintendo titles. They make their bread and butter on their software library, and they know it. it see, I'm, I'm so hard-pressed to believe they do a combo deal. I'm, look, I'm looking at it from the business side. I feel like it's there's a lot of business... Believe in Doug Bowser. Be, uh, <laughs> we'll get to him. Don't worry. But the, we there's a lot of business in between these two gigantic companies but the, there's here's a lot the thing of, I think they're both would, do that? I think they both would be willing to work together to take on Sony I don't I, they, I honestly believe that n- number one it, it's not they're both if they both work together it's so Microsoft can take on Sony Nintendo didn't give a jack crap about Sony I, it's, Nintendo's Nintendo doesn't matter what Sony does Nintendo's gonna Nintendo and you're gonna buy their stuff <laughs> Like, deal with it. And ideally, in a perfect world, what you're going to do is whatever platform you buy, you're buying a Nintendo too. Yeah. yeah Everyone buys a Nintendo, then you get your Xbox or your PlayStation or your PC or maybe all of it. Who cares? But I, I would... the My personal thought, I think the combo deal is a super, super hard stretch, but answering your question, pal, I think that you're, you're going to have to have both services. Oh, no, I yeah. I, I, I will guarantee you, you're going to have to have both. Here is the real thing. I think that if Microsoft took ten bucks off and Nintendo took ten bucks off of their online services, because you're paying for the streaming service, I don't see why they wouldn't. I honestly think Microsoft would be a fool to not offer, hey, if you're paying this much for the stream service, we're just gonna include Xbox Live. That is You're talking about Game Pass. Okay. I'm talking no, I'm talking for like Project X Cloud or Game Pass or oh, whatever they end up doing. Man, I know money's money will be exchanged. Or, or bake it into the cost. Regardless about anything, I think money's going to be exchanged. I'm, I was going to say, I think you, I think we see a Xbox Live, Xbox Game Pass combo bundaroo price, as it were, before we ever see Xbox and Nintendo make some type of combo bundaroo. Um, I, I mean, whatever. I would pay it. I'm just saying because I'm already paying for it anyway. Just but, let me bundaroo it. Okay. Okay. But these are some crazy moves by Xbox. Like, they are really... really I mean, I, I say crazy of, like, non-conventional. Let me put it that way. They're non-conventional moves from what we know in the gaming industry. I think that this is awesome. This makes me even more excited for Xbox and the announcements they have and what they've got planned for next-gen in the future. Uh, all I gotta say is, to quote Seth, with the power of the Microsoft Cloud... Get out. That's exactly what they're doing, though. They're using Microsoft's Azure servers to be, with some Xbox hardware to be able to do this. It will, and it's there was a lot of talk this week about Xbox, as Seth on the show has talked about before. Xbox kind of transcending the, the box. box and becoming the service Xbox. And a lot of these things we're seeing about playing games on your Switch with Game Pass. With how the Games Pass numbers are looking, um, we've talked about Project Scarlet for their consoles and being a streaming box. A lot of stuff is kind of trending that way. Well, and I would not be, I wouldn't dare for a minute to not believe that next gen we're probably going to see two Xboxes. The base model that's a stream box, and then you're going to have the Project uh, Scarlet, whatever the One X replacement is, mm-hmm. is going to be that. Mm-hmm. And I bet you people with decent internet just go with the regular stream box so they can save some coin. That oh yeah, no, a lot. If if they nail the messaging right on Project Scarlet in the stream box specifically, 
I think a lot of people that don't really care about the high-end top tip-top graphics with the 4K and the 60 frames and stuff, they're going to be looking at that budget stream Look, box. Man, I've they, got a good internet connection. Let me get on it. Right now, they can barely do 4K 30 with what they got. Depends on the game. Well, it depends on the game, but I'm also talking hardware-wise. Yeah. I have one. It looks good. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm putting it. I'm putting that flag in the ground right now. The next Microsoft console, Phil Spencer is going to get on that stage and say 4K, 4K 60 native, no problem, and everybody's going to lose the shit on stage. Okay. Well, That's, if they don't, well, you also got to look um, before we get into the actual topic of the show. These are running on AMD Jaguar CPUs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the Jaguar is? You remember the AMD um, FX chips? The Jaguar is a uh, jungle cat, most commonly found. Get out of your own house. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so to give you an idea, this is back when the Core i series was literally saying, huh, oh, you want to behind AMD? That's cute. And where now they're like, oh, we have to have core counts. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, um, this is pre Ryzen. This is all of that. This is when AMD mm, forgot okay, how to make okay. processors. <laughs> Long in the, before the dark times. Yeah, from like 2008 to 2012, 13, 14 in mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, it's going to be... Oh, reading comment here in chat. Oh, um, you think Scarlett Johansson is going to voice a new Cortana? I'd be kind of okay with that. Oh, is that a reference from... The, what was that movie? With her... She was the robot voice and Joaquin Phoenix was in there. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody will tell me in chat. Um, her. That's what it was called, her. Uh, um, I didn't. I never saw that. So sorry. General Palace in chat says he's also going to say back and pat. Yep, he sure is. Oh, all there's games, no way he does not say back and pat. All your games on Xbox One are going to play on Xbox Scarlet. Ah, oh my God, it's the best ever. Can we just stop? Not call it Xbox One and just call it Xbox. Can that's we just what, take the number away. Oh, it's the Xbox. No, that's what I'm. That's what I expect to see something something on that trend as well in the future for Xbox. But no, Xbox is. It, again, regardless of what side of the fence you're on, whether you're Sony or Microsoft, this is why we have competition. Because Sony was in the same corner last gen, and because of that, we got the PlayStation 4. And now, we're seeing those roles reversed a little bit, and I'm super, super excited to see what next gen's going to bring to Xbox. Oh, I think next gen Xbox is going to literally say, hey, PlayStation, come here. Get back down and make a better console. Hey, so you're saying is... X gonna give it to us? Yeah! QDMX music. Doo, doo. Okay, no. We'll get copyrighted for that. I'm not gonna say that. Yeah, not only that, um, I don't know if we can actually play his music no. without flagging the stream. No, he, he, will, he will hunt us down and be like, give me money. And we're gonna be like, you're barking up the wrong tree, sir. What money? I got nothing, man. I mean, I pay a subscription to be able to play your music, right? That's how that works, That's right, right? yeah. Just check it from my Spotify subscription. It's fine. Go ahead. Well, guys, let's jump in. We've talked about the news. we got two topics. I I thought about putting just one of these, but there's been so much discussion on topic number one this week. I'm like, you know what? Take that off of Table Talk highlights. We're putting it as a topic of the show. Um we got two topics of the show tonight, guys, so strap in here. This first one's going to be pretty, I imagine it's going to be pretty lengthy. Um, Anthem is what we're going to talk about. Um, we are here, ooh, I'm hitting buttons. We are here, Anthem has been released, it is out, 
and it is very interesting and it, it's it's very interesting to see in a very weird way it's stuff we've seen before it's kind of what makes it so interesting um right now i put a link in here on opencritic.com um which is the one that i checked screw metacritic i like open critic a lot better open critic has um anthem right now currently at a 60 percent critic rating um top critic <sighs> average there um, Metacritic's at 61. It's around there. But the score's have been floating around like the the fives and sixes to the sevens, maybe top, top high eights, depends on um, who you're looking at there. Um, there's been a lot of mixed feelings about Anthem now that is completely like no early access, no... Day one patch is live. They, the day one patch is live. Anthem's up. People have been playing it. This is the first... Well, for most people around the world, this is the first weekend they've really gotten to play Anthem. We've been playing it for the last two weekends. Two weekends, we were in the VIP demo and the open beta, yep. whatever. We, we're going to talk, we're going to give our thoughts and discussions on Anthem, um, what we think about the game. Not necessarily a review yet. That review is going to be coming on our website here in the future once we get through the game. Um, and you'll find out why. And then... Well, another question I wanted to ask is, I'm kind of bouncing around the question here in this Anthem discussion is, what does this say about similar games in this genre um, with looter shooter games? Um, but, and then any other questions we can come up with. But um, also, I definitely want to invite everybody, if you're in chat um, on Twitch, you're listening to us here, and you've been playing Anthem, we want to know what your guys' thoughts have been. Join us in this conversation, because I want to hear a lot of different inputs here yeah. on this. Um, but first and foremost... Our thoughts will. Yeah, Anthem, you drink some water. I'll talk for a minute. I'm gonna get some water here. Check on with chat. What are you, what are your feelings? What you we've played a week and a half of Anthem. What are your thoughts on it? So, regardless of what anyone says and everything I've heard, I'm actually really enjoying this game. Okay. Um, I, most of my playtime, I'm at about nine or ten hours in right now, um, have been with friends. Um, friends of the channel. Um, I, I was lucky enough to be able to play with Will from Your Anthem. He's a really cool dude, by the way, and he's a solid gamer. Check him out. We're uh, going to plug him to death, so get used to it. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, he's a good guy. Like, legit. I have no issues helping support good content creators. Yes, more good content creators, please. Um... <laughs> Puminal, aka Chris, is in chat as yes. well. Um, um, you can do that in a minute. I'm going to talk about mine, then you can it's talk all about Will. him. Will, um, Will's got it. Yeah, give you give you a minute. Breathe. Um, yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to be real. Um, I played the game solo for a minute, and I'm actually playing on Chris's laptop because my motherboard from Gigabyte is still at the repair facility with no updates. So I'm salty there too. I could be playing with a 1080 Ti, but I'm going to borrow story. my one of my good buddies' laptops, and I appreciate him ever so much. Um, yeah, playing it on a laptop, uh, it's actually fairly responsive. Um, please do not dare to stream this on anything that's quad core. All right, please don't. You will see what Cam has been dealing with, which is no bueno. Well, and then I hope they're willing to give me a logic board or two because uh, I'm, I'm still salty. Um, but I'm, I'm, game, I'm, I'm worried about chat. You don't worry about chat. I get them. Honestly, when I'm playing with friends, it's an awesome experience. I love the way it feels to fly through the air, honestly. I haven't had a mech I don't like 
yet. I have <clears throat> ones I prefer over others. The two I prefer the most are going to be the Colossus, which is my main. The follow-up would be the Storm. I personally don't care too much for... Uh, what was it? The Did Ranger, it actually. Get out of this house. <laughs> this is a Ranger home. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah okay. It, you can be a Ranger. That's fine. I love Ranger. Um, we'll talk about who gets knocked down the most. but uh, The Storm. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, no Interceptor, actually. Storm or Interceptor, yeah. Um, yeah, no, in, in all honesty, Storm requires a kind of play style where you got to be aware of everything because you are a floating target. Yeah, 100%. So, um, I will say, if you want to uh, be essentially either um, Ob- Obadiah Stane from the first uh, Iron Man movie <laughs> in, the, in that giant mech, or, or, hear me out, the Hulkbuster... Then you got to play the Colossus, because the Colossus is straight up the Hulkbuster suit. Don't worry about that. I got that. Look, man, look. Um, With everything going on, though, in in all seriousness, I really lean towards the Colossus. I love the play style. I love flying in there and just smashing people with a shield and using a railgun. It's wonderful. Explosions happen. Stuff dies. Multi kills everywhere. Apparently, that's not an issue for me like it was for Cam. I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay. Um, uh, yeah. So, no, with everything going on, though, 100%, I really like the game with friends. Running solo, I find it kind of boring and more of a grind. So, it's more of a social uh, experience, I would say, is the best way to play it. So, if you're playing f- with friends and you're going social, awesome. You're going to have a great time. If you're not, I would say it's a 5 out of 10, personally. Okay. So, yeah, no, friends make a big difference in this in this game. Just like Destiny, though. Playing Destiny on your own is kind of a slog. Like, let's be real. If you're not in, like in a clan, that's what we're trying to be. We're people, trying to be real. Like, yeah. If, I mean, oh, dude, I, I was in there in the alpha for Destiny, all the way up to this current stuff in Destiny Two. And anytime I played on my own, I felt like it was more of a chore. Just like the last World of Warcraft patch, it's more of a chore than it is fun when you're on your own. If you're playing with other people, it's because mm-hmm. it's social and that adds that extra thing where you're relying on each other. I think that makes it a better game. But on your, on its own, these are not meant to be single-player games. And yeah, you can play the game on your own. You're going to hate it. Total, 100%. You're, you're going to have a bad time. You're going to have a bad time. <laughs> so, personal, personal opinion there. Um, by the way, if you're playing this on PC and you want to play with people, hit me up in Discord. I'm totally down. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, as far as that goes, yeah, um, big explosions go Colossus. If you want to be high DPS single target, go Ranger. If you want to be a floating god of uh, ice drops, go Storm. If you want to be the Weeaboo Ninja Assassin, then you will be the Genji Bot. <laughs> I mean, Interceptor. <laughs> Just call him that because he's green. Uh, no, no. Um, oh, by the way, um, I was watching a, a, a video from My Name is Bife. Uh, who does a lot of lore content uh, for Destiny and that kind of thing, and I really love his videos. They were doing an Anthem uh, thing, and every time they switched to the guy playing the Interceptor, they put, like, anime stuff on the screen, (laughs) (laughs) anime filters, and played some J-pop. It was really funny. 
They, they did a good job with it. See, Obi Wan gets it. There's a Ranger Kong. <laughs> Damn it! And yet you let a Colossus in through the front door. Look, look, uh, look! I'm accepting of all different, but uh, all different javelins. But people need to know when they walk into this home, you're gonna see a lovely Ranger tag on here. When you look at my banner, it's gonna show Ranger because that's how I roll. Because I love my Ranger. I mean, that's cool. I'll keep picking you up off the ground. I'm gonna just sit there with a the shield, and be like, "Come on, buddy." <laughs> that's just because I screw up and I, I, I do stupid stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. I do stupid stuff from time to time when I'm playing them. We'll, we'll do stupid shit. I try. I literally, with the shield up, fly right into snipers. Like I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, but it's also great because my health bar has like forty notches in it, so it doesn't really matter. And now I want to. Anything I don't even else? Have good gear. Um, anything else you have to add? Uh, this is a Bioware story. I will say the story is actually fairly good. Um, if you play the game right now and you finish the story that's there, treat it like a prologue. Don't treat it as the full story. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That was the best yeah. advice I was given. Um, is it my turn? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we don't have Sanders Pool here to give his uh, thought about being uh, down with the thickness. So. <laughs> let, me, let me sit straight up here. Oh, he's getting serious, kids. Okay, okay. like I said... An official Anthem review will be coming. Um, I've written a little bit of it here, but I'm trying to figure out the best way to walk through this um, game. But my experience, personally, with Anthem, I have to give people a little background, I have played currently over 37 hours of the game. Um, I just hit... One of the reasons the Anthem review is not out yet is I just hit level 30 last night. Um, and I'm working, I want to get into some more of the in-game content before I actually have a full-on, like, here are my thoughts, boom. Um, I thought about doing a review in progress, but with what I'm about to discuss and talk about and some of the things that I've seen online, I bet, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to wait. I'm going to pull back, I'm going to wait and see what I think here. Um, I I think the game is fun. I think the game has problems, and is that is obvious, like... To anybody who's seen or playing the game, and this this brings up a lot of questions, a lot of different theories, and and I think that every time these games as a service, live service games like Destiny, like The Division, like Anthem come out, it seems we always get stared down into this same conversation. Um, when the early access, like I'll say this, I, we'll make it. We'll make a sandwich, some good. I want to give props to Bioware and their entire team because, pardon my French, they are on their shit with this game. They have been, from the early access demos, they have been very clear, very transparent about what's been going on with the game, what fixes are going on, what they've seen, what are their problems, here's how we're going to fix them, here's when we're going to fix them, here's how we're getting to them, and they're being very, very honest when people ask about the game, whatnot, boom, they're on top of it like that. Far and away for any live service game, Bioware, I think, has executed in the best way possible. That being said, going into this game here, we each version we've played, it's gotten a little bit better each time. I will say they have gotten progressively better. Um, there have been weird issues each time, though. Yes. Um, the early access weekend, or I say... Basically, the EA Origin Premier Membership, that whole week where we got um, access before the game, starting on the 15th. Um, 
I was a little conflicted because there were still problems that I were seeing that I saw in the early like VIP and the open demos. Um, every once in a while, my game will just crash. I'm flying through. Maybe I'm in a fight. Something happens. My game locks up. If you if you play with me on Origin and on PC, because that's where I'm playing, and if you ever hear me curse in Discord chat, you will know 100% why I cursed. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, it's because the game froze on me and I have to quit the game, close and, it out real quick, and then launch it back in so I can jump back into the... And um, pray to God he didn't lose all his loot. Yes. That's the one thing I've always been nervous about with that there. And I'm it's one of the things I've been trying to troubleshoot that to see if it's something with my processor, with my hardware, or what. I don't know. Um, I think we're thinking it's hardware related, but that's an issue I've been seeing. Another, Some other problems and weird bugs and glitches I've been seeing. The um, octaves, as uh, your anthem put it, on the voiceover has been... Like, there will be one time I'll log into the game, and everybody talks like this. And then there's including one including the women, including including the women. <laughs> and then there's one time I log into the game, and everybody talks like this, and blah 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 blah. And I can't even bring my voice up that high, but you get the idea. Okay. It, um, I, I've seen that bug happen before. What other bugs have I seen? Um, I've seen a very a little bit of rubber banding, but it hasn't been anything to shake a stick at. Um, I remember in that first week, loading times were. I was one of the, I was those people, like, there were loading times, and I've talked about this on Twitter, where I am sitting in on the... You're playing like Wargroove while it loads. Yes, like five to ten minutes loading into the map. These guys have already gone and completed the first task on the mission before I even land on the ground. Um, and so I'm just, I'm basically playing catch-up and going to the next mission. Um loading time like the longest was five to ten minutes usually every time you pop in the loading screen it's a few minutes here a few minutes there um it was i will definitely say for me me personally it was not rough but i can understand why some people were upset about a lot of the bugs and issues and these are just a small cavalcade of stuff that i was um i was experiencing compared to like what issues everybody was seeing um the day one patch was a blessing in disguise because that fixed a lot of problems um i my loading times went from five to ten minutes to under 45 sec under 30 to 45 seconds max okay. for loading screen um world of difference me putting um also me putting my game on a solid state drive instead of a traditional hard drive helped immensely as well um but the fact that you had to go buy an m.2 drive to be able to then like load stuff onto it because it was taking too long well, I had to get one anyway. So, yeah. um, Rutu, you said it sounds like a driver issue in chat. Funny enough, while I was playing last night, a new NVIDIA driver popped up for me to download. Uh, kid you not. So I got to install that there. Uh, the General Palace also says in chat, the common phrase was, where's Cam? That, that, I'm out. Like, I'm, I'm logged out. Um, go ahead. No, no. Um, sorry, I didn't know where you're at. I don't want to mess you up. Uh, it... I just want to say, like, the early access period was rough. The day one patch has made a lot, like, a lot of their stuff has gotten fixed. But even then, with the day one patch, there are still some bugs that they said were going to get fixed that haven't gotten fixed. One big one, I know a lot of people that have played with us have seen the ultimate issue. Oh, yeah, where, where we just log in and, oh, you have an ult. No, you don't. 
Exactly. And so when you're getting ready, like, I'm going to blow it up as a Colossus, and you're hitting up on the D-pad, and nothing's happening, you're like, what's going on? It's because you don't actually have your <laughs> ult yet, but you got to earn your first ult, use it, and then it resets properly. Yep. For it, whatever reason. It's such a weird bug. It, I still, if, in general play, I still, my computer will still, like, Every once in a while, just at random times, the game will freeze about once an hour. Yeah. And I'll have to quit the game and come back in. Um, <clears throat> it just... The mm. big thing for me are these bugs. And I... For people... If you've listened to me on the Rocket Punch cast, or anywhere here as we've been doing this for the last couple of years, one of the things you might tend to get from me is I'm a pretty forgiving person. Yeah. I, I generally like... If if there's a like a, an issue right off the bat, I'm like, okay, let's... Let's have some understanding here. Let's see what's going on. Da da da. Please understand. And with this game, I know that Anthem. I gi- I give them credit. Anthem is the first live service game or anything of this type that Bioware has ever done. Period. Um, True. You, you think about their legacy with Mass Effect and Dragon Age and stuff. Just the same as when Bungie jumped into Destiny. Just the same as when Ubisoft jumped. Maybe not so much, but Ubisoft jumped into, into uh, Massive Division. Division. They rolled in with their first iteration of a game, and there were bumps in the road 100%. Um, that being said, I think that there were these bugs, while there aren't deal breakers for me, I think they eat away a little bit at my enjoyment of the game. Oh, uh, we don't mention that here. <laughs> Why did I just see the Black Panther meme? We don't <laughs> It's so bad we don't even mention it. Like that—that that was the biggest fail. But he, he brings a point. Like um, Bethesda, Fallout seventy six was really their first like entry into that. Well, and this is we don't. Yeah, good. Okay, now um, Fallout seventy six I think suffers from other problems than just service issues, and a lot of it I think goes back to the fact that I agree they're, they're going. They're using a similar engine as what Fallout New Vegas was built on now for a live services game instead of rebuilding from the ground up. That's a whole that's different a different conversation. conversation. But, uh, I, by the way, um, sorry to interrupt. Oh, no, go ahead. Apparently they're going to be using the same thing for Elder Scrolls 6 and Starbound, whatever that crap is. Or not Starbound. Um, what's their space one? There? Star, star, star or something. Yeah. Anyway, so... Apparently, they're fine with their engine. They're cool with it. They're just going to keep strapping shit to it until it stops working. Good luck for them. I, I think they got the Beverly Hillbillies vehicle going on over there. Oh, God. <laughs> don't, don't, don't put that image in my head. Starfield. Thank you, Ruru. Oh, thanks, Ruru. Um, um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, with Incredible Threat Gaming, he wants me to bring up like one of the issues I know that he I, had. I actually have the thread pulled up. I can read from it if you'd like to give me a minute. Oh, my God. Please, go, go yeah, read. No, I, I, the, the, this is one of the issues that... Chris, a.k.a. Puminol, another AKA member of the team, was having with the game as well. So, um, uh, I'm going to just start off. Last night I was informing Cam every step of my testing to figure out this Anthem crashing stuff. Tried everything, reinstalling the game. Driver tried uh, reinstalling the driver. Tried going back to old drivers, closing other programs, testing other programs. He totally disassembled his machine and deep cleaned it to make sure there wasn't an issue with cooling or anything else like that. By the way, he's got one of those Mondo like high airflow cases. So these fancy pants wouldn't <laughs> Look, man, you know if you live on your computer as much as he does for work, man, I, mean, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. 
like I'm giving him crap. And then everything, uh, so all of that. He thought he had it nailed down to Frostbite Engine, just not playing nice with some piece of a setup. He read it everything. So he would be playing 100% fine, then boom, his character would list lazily to the left or whatever direction he was <laughs> going in. Um, and on the controller and frame would drop to about negative two. So then uh, the morning, uh, the next morning, he tried a taxing game that is on that is non frostbite Destiny Two using a controller. Um, and I was he was on his mount. Suddenly, I hit the ground from a jump. Game screeches to a halt. Message pops up saying the controller was disconnected. The controller was actually not disconnected though. He ran through a strike with mouse and keyboard because they were still responsive. And and Anthem once it crashes, it doesn't come back. But, in, you know, that kind of thing. He hopped on Anthem after disconnecting the controller and removing the Bluetooth dongle because he's playing with Bluetooth uh, for good measure. And then he went to a spot that he managed to crash the game within 30 seconds or so every time. He managed to stay in the game for five or so minutes completing a little free play time objective thing. So, he essentially, he nailed it down to the way Origin handles controller support and wireless controllers. And he had the same thing happen, what was it, in Battlefront? Yeah, so essentially, because a wireless controller would disconnect for a second, the whole game would crash and just nuke everything. You're basically here on fire. Oh my god. Yeah, not like everything's on fire behind you, It's everything's fine. No, 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 no. Literally, because the Bluetooth controller would just freak out and the connection would drop for like a half a second, everything died. It was so weird. It, I've yeah. seen some weird pop. And, uh, and I, I definitely want to say this too. I'm giving you guys my experience on PC. I personally think because of our valiant efforts and feedback to Bioware, I'll, there I don't think there have been many issues on the console side. There have still been issues, but they have not been nearly as many as I think on the PC side. Probably because of the early access and everything like that. But I, I, I say all this stuff here because... In spite of these bugs and in spite of these issues, and it's uh, like I'm it's, it's still in spite of my ambivalence on this game, I still am having a blast with this game. I have um, I enjoyed every bit of going to two thirty, playing with everybody. Um, I, I told Will last night when we were talking and playing about the game. Um, I had I, as we kept going through the game, I kept having more and more fun with the game. Yep. Kept enjoying the game more and more. Now that we, once we got the day one patch, believe me, that was an immediate install. I was like, dude, the sh load times are shorter. Um, now, do I wish that we could remove some of those load times? Sure. I would love to take some of those out. Because um, basically, every time you go out on the field, then you go into a, you get into an instance or a zone. Mm -hmm. That's a loading screen. If you die, it's a loading screen. Um, I think that some people. I mean, I don't, I don't know what they're playing on. I think some people are blowing the loading screen a little bit out of proportion. Um, yeah, a little it, bit. It does. It does. It depends. Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm playing on uh, a Dell laptop. I don't know model numbers or anything because it's not mine. Um, Puminal, aka Incredible Threat Gaming, was nice enough to lend to me, and the loading screens have been really fine. And it's I got a 1050 Ti in it and some Intel processor. I don't know what. And it handles it just fine. I'm not really seeing any negative issues. The, the only thing I think Destiny doesn't have load. Well, their loading screen is the. Oh, um, um, somebody did something here. Somebody, somebody um, followed us here. Oh. Uh, thank you, Yike Zone, for the follow here on our yes. Twitch channel. 
Appreciate Always you. appreciated, sir. And welcome to the stream. Haven't seen you around here. Come on in, get close, get cozy. Tell us about Anthem. Tell us about your thoughts on Anthem. But it, um, Destiny has those loading screens when you zone into a different area, but you really don't see much around there. I it's been so long since I've played the first division with their loading screens. Not. Uh, I think the way they have like their dynamic. The way they loaded into zones. Some did, some didn't. Depending, on, like, if you're going dark zone, I mean, going in that way had it. Um, if you're going into a thing, you would kind of instance it. But a lot of it happened on the back end. And that, my experience with that initially when it first came out was on console. Mm. On PC, I really didn't see much of anything. Yeah. Now, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember it. But, again, also, most of that, you're walking around. You're not running around on a, a hover a hover bike or anything like that. That's you know? true. That's true. But I think it, we, I, I remember, shout out to the Cash family. If he's not in chat, he should be. I lo love him. He's great in the community. Um, he, one of the questions we were streaming Anthem with your Anthem last week, and we, um, he asked about like, you know, what's different from these other games? The flying in this game is phenomenal. I don't, even after the 37 hours I've played the game, I've not gotten tired of busting up, jumping up and poosh, Blasting off around this very beautiful and gorgeous world. As long as you're bringing the party to me, I don't care I, what you're doing. I always bring the party. You know that. Um, Look, it, man, he he looks the most like Iron Man. I don't know why you don't have an Iron Man paint scheme for that thing. Or that, a war they machine. Have, they have load, they, oh, war machine would be cool. They have loadouts. We'll, we'll fix that. We'll fix yeah, that. look, I'm just saying you need a war machine theme with awesome. stat. Oh, by the way, I made a Hulkbuster theme. Yes, I gotta see that. You I, I went one. with the metallic paint and everything. It. it I just. I, I continue to have a lot of fun with this game in spite of some of these issues. I think that, again, because of... And I think it's one thing that's helped. You know, people... I don't think from people... And I'll probably talk about this in my review. People have, I don't think, given enough credit to what happens when you communicate well as a developer, especially with these live service games. These, how, imagine how you would feel if... You're having these problems, the game crashing, controllers busting up, audio issues, whatnot, and you're it's basically it's zero zero communication from the developer. You're not hearing anything. Well, um so the one thing I like that uh, Bioware is doing is they've already released their 90-day plan. They're talking with people on Twitter. They're trying to. They've already opened up uh, portals for feedback so they can get that and try to address it. Um, Yikes Zone, in response to your comment, I don't think they're trying to compete with Apex or Fortnite because this is not a battle royale game and they're not trying to be one. There's actually no PvP in this game at all. This is a story game that happens to be a games as a service. In, in Yikes Zone, putting in the, he puts a comment in chat. Um, Anthem is going to be dead after a month can't keep up with its competition, can't beat the price of free versus Apex or Fortnite. I agree with Will that I don't think it's going to compete with them. What's going to be telling with this game is how it's going to compete with The Division 2, which I think is a direct competitor for this game, and it's coming out in two weeks, three weeks? I think three weeks, two and a half, if, you're, um, if you've got the Gold Edition, you'll get it a couple of days early. That's going to be the big telling thing and see how these communities shift because your big three kind of live service games like this are Destiny, Anthem, and The Division. Those are your big three. Um, they don't, they're very different games, but they have a lot of similar structures in how they play. They're loot-based shooters. You go out, you get loot, want to get these legendaries, be awesome, and go blow stuff up. Um, um, it, it's just, it, I don't think that 
like being a, was at one point like being a developer and talking and having these conversations about um here's how we're going to change you know we know we've had this issue like on day one as soon as the game released like here's our here's our plan for the next couple of months here's the content we're going to be releasing um when they were in the um vip and open demos like those weekends there chad robertson the head of ea services or head of live services at bioware was like here's what we're going to do and here's what happens and i think that that helps a lot to for majority of people that alleviate that stress and tension of like these bugs especially when you know they're going like people are telling you they're going to get fixed and they're executing on getting them fixed for the most part most of the bugs there's still a lot of issues there but i think that it uh, somebody may mentioned it in twitch chat earlier i think that this game is going to get better as it progresses just like every other live service game of this similar type has gotten better see destiny see division Every time you've given them, well, let's look at this game six months down the road, yeah, a year down the road. This game's going to look totally different from what it is now. Not, not only that, um, I do have to say, uh, with everything going on, um, mm-hmm. and that's actually what I was about to address. Um, CSL and any other developer, um, they do not ever deserve death threats. They do not need to be told to kill themselves. If you have a problem with the game. Give feedback. R- review the game. Give it a negative score if you don't like it. But the people behind that game never deserve to be told that they need to die. Yeah. Ever. Period. I'm not okay with that. And if you're a member of my community or a community I- I'm in, I'm going to bring that issue up with you because that is not cool. They're human beings just like you are and everyone deserves respect. If they need feedback on the quality of the product they're putting out, give it to them. But be constructive. Don't tear them down. I'm not cool with that. It in at all period ever done I, I'm, I'm going to piggyback here OP, Obi-Wan in chat says so camp seems pretty hopeful for Anthem until Division 2 comes out and it's I'm going to play both honestly we're going to play both I, I, I want to really see my thoughts on it is I, I think Anthem's going to do fine I think they're going to do I'm curious number one I'm curious what Anthem numbers look like this upcoming week yeah. whatever Bioware says about, says about how many games are sold how many hours were played whatever um, but then I'm also going to be curious about what stats are going to look like when Division 2 comes out and probably specifically like the end of March, April time frame. Once these games have been on the market for a few months, a couple of weeks to see what, how the community and how the activity has been. Because I think some good, some things I definitely want to talk about Anthem. I, I appreciate the fact that you are match made in almost everything you do. So even if you're playing, quote, alone, you still have people playing with you. And it's really nice that queue times are almost non-existent. I, they're a system with quick play and kind of enticing people to jump in and help others. I've never had a mission where I've joined in and there wasn't anyone less than four people in. If, it, if I wasn't playing with Will or anybody from the community. Yeah, even if we had three of us, we, we always got someone in with us pretty quick. As opposed to, you know, as opposed to I've done... Now, this was on Division, this was way back when, but queuing up for matchmaking on the Division, and okay, it's going to take a minute, let me go use the bathroom real quick. Come back, oh, I missed it because, you know, they projected 30 minutes and it was 5. Or, they projected 5 and it was 4 hours. That's true. And it's just, I, but I really, really want to know, and I'm really curious about how the Division's going to, because... We're going to play both, but I think that the majority of people, you're going to lean to one more, one of these games or the other. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what, 
Destiny's going to do, what they're going to have to try and do to keep, I, I say stay relevant, but I think these are the new shiny things. So Destiny's, I think, going to get a little bit of a back burner. And I think a, a lot of people playing those games are going to jump on these new games to see how they are. Um, what else? What, what else can I talk about Anthem? Um, I gotta say, um, the the lack of variety in weapons isn't necessarily the worst thing ever, but I do think Masterworks need to have a bit more flair than they currently have. I, I would like to see more with the Masterworks and Legendaries, like actually have unique skins, very much like Dest Destiny, or if you're or gonna, the Division, or not necessarily like a unique skin, but like a. Pardon my phrasing here. A more badass color palette on the weapon than just a, a, a skin lazily thrown on it. Like, oh man, it's normally gray. Make that thing like shining silver or something. So when they pull it out, it's like, oh god, they pulled out the big gun. Yeah. Um, Rutu asks his comment. How was the cash shop? My interpretation. How are the microtransactions in this game? Um, Honestly, not bad. I would. I'm like I said, we're gonna plug this guy to death. But your anthem. Uh, one of the big Anthem content creators, a friend of the show here. Um, he has a video on their microtransactions. You should definitely give that a um, click and a like over on YouTube. But they are not bad at all. I have not spent a dime. And I bought a um, the Storm. There was a full Storm Javelin like armor skin for like the head, the chest, the arms, oh, and the, the legs. Oh, the Seeker set, right? The yeah, the Seeker yeah. set um, was... Um, it, when, when what's cool about these items is that there isn't an item that you can't get with in-game currency. I paid for that whole set with in-game currency. Uh, AKA, as your anthem was calling it, sweat currency because you earned it versus money you threw down on the table. Yes. Um, I did both. I bought the same thing with sweat currency, and then I bought the Colossus one for with... Um, real world money. Um, yes, we're to the Battlefront Two process. Yes, they work. did. They absolutely did. Um, it, I so if you want a whole suit of armor for the cosmetics, uh, because they give you no benefit in the game at all. They even say that this will give you no benefit. Is just aesthetic. Um, realistically, the way it was, it was like eight fifty, and I was like, oh, I'm paying fifteen bucks a month for the Origin <coughs> premiere and. I didn't really pay for the game. I can give you eight fifty, and and I'll break this down so people understand. Like, so the store, it's interesting. They have two armor sets for two different javelins. Then they tend to have like a um, a vinyl, an emote, and a um, armor material material like how the armor looks. If you want to make it like soft cloth or hard metal they have a little orb like that on there yeah like right now i think they got diamond plate in there so for all of you truckers out there who oh we're gonna get my diamond plate truck box you know that you can actually have a diamond plate robot skin yes yeah it and it's kind of cool looking that's it they rotate the items every couple of days and i, I want to go back and give you an example of the secret skin so this skin it's all everything is cosmetic. There are no power increasing abilities here on the microtransaction store. Um, the skin I got for my storm javelin, it had a it was a set. It had the helmet, arms, torso, and legs for that entire set. You don't they don't, they aren't like piecemealing you, so they're not saying here. Do you just want the head? It's this much money. No, it's the whole. It's thing. the whole thing. That item was sixty one thousand gold coins, or um, or 850 shards which shards is your real 
real currency. That's the one you spend money on. About a hundred of them is a dollar. So, yeah, we we did the math. So if by that math, about five hundred shards is about five bucks. Eight hundred shards is about eight eight bucks. So that was around eight fifty. Even then, I only I had in game currency. I actually had enough to get the suit and the emote. And so I got the seeker suit that I wanted for the storm, and then the an emote of my um, ranger javelin. Kind of looking back there, I spent that with in-game currency. I did not, I did not pay any money for the micro transactions in this game. And the way they have their alliance system set up, to where the more people you, the more different people you play with, and the more times you play with the people that you know, each week you'll get coins added to your bank. So you can get more money so that you, whenever you do find the suit of armor or javelin or whatnot that you do want, you can purchase that and you have a much higher chance of getting, of being able to use your in-game currency than you would paying for it, which you can still pay for it if you want to, but it's cool that you can, they have systems in the game to help you earn in-game currency so that you can, if you don't want to pay for it with in-game money, you don't have to. Um, <laughs> Road to hey, want to be friends with benefits? <laughs> there you go, there you go. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. I guess that is uh, one way to look at it. Opie Wan uh, puts in chat. I only played the beta of the division, so I haven't followed the hype of Division Two. Anthem was hyped ton, though. Yes, it was. So I feel like it has more hype to live up to. And I think that was one of the again the nature of the hype machine. I feel like it was because this was a new IP. Because of that video that we saw at E3 two, two three years ago. 2017. How, 2017. How beautiful that everything looked. That we, everybody was, it's a, the big one is a new IP. Everybody was super hyped on it. It was from Bioware. We were expecting like big things. And I don't think, while this isn't like, this is not the worst game ever. I, in my opinion, by any stretch of the imagination. No, that's Fallout 76. Ooh, man, burn. Um. I think that there are definitely a lot of room for improvement. And I think, I feel pretty confident that. Bioware's community, if they can, we're going to see how it looks like a couple of months from now, if they're busting their butt, listening to the community, taking in that feedback, that um, we're going to see a lot of those changes implemented, and it's going to be just like, again, just like Destiny, just like The Division, where they're going to iterate on this game, and six months down the road, this game's going to look totally different. Um, I, I still, there needs to be a system in place where we can ping and put markers on the map. Yes, I actually think they need to talk to the Apex team and, and build in their ping system. Yes, that would be awesome. That was a phenomenal idea. Now, the bumper wouldn't work necessarily because we're using it. Yeah. But, I don't know, figure, um, figure something else out. I One thing that annoys me more than anything in this game, there needs to be something to notify your other teammates that you are down. Because if you are not, if you're playing solo and you're not with in voice chat with everybody else, when you go down... They don't. They may not know because all you see on your screen is a little orange square. And if you're in a firefight, you're not paying attention because, unfortunately, all you can do when it says you're down is sit there and wait. Yep. And I think that from a gameplay perspective, that's a problem. But if I'm if I'm playing with other people and I can hit A and it says ping and it alerts everybody, oh, this member's down. I can fly over to him and pick him up. Yep. Um, and I think that 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 needs to be fixed. Um, what else? Uh, the, we talked about the waypoint markers. Those are some of my um, bigger yeah. pet peeves. The, the world is gorgeous, characters and whatnot. In, in but um, I love I love how varied um, the environments are, considering what it is. 
I'm, I'm still I'm curious how their plans and stuff are. Everything is massive. There's so much. The map may not look that big, but it's there's a lot of depth in all the um, areas that you do. When you're flying around, there's always something to do. I really, up until recently, I've really felt like I've done there. I never did the same event twice. Um. <laughs> yes. Life alert for nine ninety nine. Order now, or no one will hear you when you fall and you can't get up. Oh hey, look, God. man. If hey, if if. if if the screen comes up, it's like, would you like to notify your friends and use life alert for 850 shards? I'm going to consider, like, uh, okay. No, I'm not gonna, that's horrible. Um, no, not for shards. Um, do it for 100 coin. 100 coin. There you go. I'll, I'll do I, I'm, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Make it a pain. <laughs> but I... No, that, those those are my thoughts. I, I really think that there this game is fun. There are problems with this game. Yeah. Um, hopefully... Uh, uh, the Cash family, I know one of the things he asked me in chat, he made a comment like, so why should I pay 60 bucks for this game that does, from what I'm looking at, doesn't look all that great to me. And one of the things I told him was like, you don't definitely watch your streamers, watch us, watch everybody streaming Anthem and figure out what you want to do with the game. Um, one thing I could definitely say, if you want to try it out for yourself, if you have a PC that's decent enough to play it, um, pay, it's, pay the EA Origin Premiere. That's theme. what I'm doing. It's fifteen dollars. You can pay fifteen bucks for one month. You can jump into the game and play that whole month, and then find out if you like it. If you like it, guess what? You go buy the game. If you don't like it, guess what? You're only out fifteen bucks instead of sixty. And I think that's a great way um, to get a chance to try the game out. Um, <laughs> Introspect says, yeah, it'll be a microtransaction. That would be the day. Let them do that. Well, this is not Star Wars Battlefront 2, so that... Ooh, be burn. Um, but I think that there, there's going to be a lot. I have a lot I want to say and get out. Um, again, stay tuned for the review. Um, I am at, like I said, I'm at level 30. I'm at the max pilot level. Um, I want to play some of the higher tiered content and a lot of more of the end game before I start giving a full final review. So hopefully sometime soon... We'll have a full review for you guys on the website and let you know what we truly think about the game. Um, but right now, I'm having fun. I agree 100%. Play with friends if you have this game. This is definitely a social game. If you don't have anybody that will play the game with you and you're on PC, hit us up in our Discord. I was, was going to say, you, you have friends to play with in the game. They're right here. Yeah. Rock Punch. I'm, I'm totally down to play some of this game. It's actually a lot better that way. Yeah, 100%. We have a lot of... Um, everybody that we've played with, we always have a hootenanny of a time playing with. Hootenanny. Um, yep, hootenanny. Really? We're, we're on hootenanny? We're in the South. We can say that. Uh, um, I mean, yeah, <laughs> but really? we got to keep the themes alive here, Will. Come on. Save the South thing for the Southern Geek. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, um, we, we went pretty long on that, but let, guys, let us know what you think about Anthem. What have your experiences been? Are you liking the game? Are you not liking the game? Why? Why not? Have you picked it up? Have you not? Let us know. I think this is going to be a continual conversation. Um, like I said earlier at the top of the show, we are partnering with your Anthem on some more content related around Anthem. So be on the lookout for that. Once we get everything rescheduled, we'll have that stuff released out to you guys there. Um, oh my God. <laughs> we were to the South Show Hootenanny again. Yeah, that's right. Woo! <laughs> um, and it, yeah, the introspect... Uh. Intro, introspect has said, I've been enjoying the trial on Xbox One X, 
don't have a PC powerful enough to run it. Ooh, that's also... Oh, no, you do have a PC power, powerful enough to run it. It's called an Xbox One X. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, he brings up a good point, too. If you, um, as far as trying the game, I think... Introspect, correct me if I'm wrong, it's but part I think, of the EA Access or whatever it is, or and I think you only have to pay five dollars a month for that, and you get a ten-hour trial of the game. So if you really want to save even more money and you have an Xbox, that's another great way to at least try the game, see if you like it, and if you and, what, and determine whether you want to buy the full game or not. Um, thank you so much, Introspect. Make sure I'm correct on that. Um, let me know in chat if I'm wrong at all. Um, yeah, I'm just getting though the Xbox One X. So that's kind of a PC, yeah. They're all PCs at the end of the day. It's X86. That is topic number one. On the um, number two. I'm, I'm sure we'll be continuing to talk about that, but topic number two is the fun one. We're going to end the show on somewhat of a high note. Well, I guess depends on how you look at it here. Um, I mean, it's a high note for Reggie. It is a high note for Reggie. Um, He's living out on the best terms possible, man. Actually, is. He's li he literally started with the GameCube era. comes back. Oh, through Wii U and all that garbage. I was going to say he had such a switch. But um, Reggie Fizeme, um, if you don't know, president of Nintendo of America, has announced this past week that he he is retiring from Nintendo. He will no longer be at Nintendo after 15 years of work. Um, first and foremost, I encourage you if you have not go to Nintendo of America's Twitter account and watch the video that he made it announcing is, it. It was pretty cool. It is super, super awesome. Um, I'm hearing Introspect has followed us on Twitch. Thank you so much, sir. We appreciate that follow. Um, thank you very, very much for following us here at Twitch. Um, I'm going to read a little bit of this article here. It's from Jason Schreier over at Kotaku. Um, Reggie fils body is no longer ready. The longtime president of Nintendo of America is stepping down on April 15th. Funny, that's the day taxes are due. Um, to be oh, yeah. replaced by marketing man Doug Bowser, Nintendo said in a press release today. We're, we're going we're to get to it. Hold on. He was going to say something. Fils May, who was um, with Nintendo for 15 years, became an instant gamer celebrity when he took the company stage at E3 2004 and declared, quote, My name is Reggie. I'm about kicking ass. I'm about taking names. And we're about making games. End quote. He was one of the iconic publishers' most public personalities, frequently re representing Nintendo at events and in live presentations and in injecting charisma into a company that could otherwise at times feel robotic. Alongside legendary Mario creator Shigeru Miyamoto and the late president Satoru Iwata, Fizume was one of Nintendo's main public faces for over a decade. And then they have um, the press release quotes that you guys definitely check out the article. Uh, did we post that in Discord and Twitch chat? Uh, yeah, you did. You yeah, did. I did. Um, if you... Um, definitely read the rest of the article if you want to see some of the quotes surrounding that. Um, Ruchu says Bowser's 30-year plan is to take over Nintendo has worked. <laughs> yes, it has, apparently. Um, but I wanted to take a time here at the end of the show to really talk about this uh, Reggie Fizeme leaving. Um, what could this mean for Nintendo? And just also, so what are some of our favorite memories of either Nintendo or Reggie? Um, involving I mean, my Nintendo. body is ready <laughs> is gonna live on forever I don't care who you are I always say my body is ready because I mean let's be real I, I can't I can't compare I so. loved uh, the Reginator yeah the Reginator the, was great the video where he shoots the I-beams I love how Reggie <laughs> leaned into all the memes yes he was just like oh memes come on that's my people yes yes um talking about Reggie one thing and I saw this story on Twitter it was really cool after this got announced uh, there was a there's a woman who came on and 
um, made a comment because the video shows Reggie at his desk doing the recording and she says oh my god I can't believe it um apparently she had made him like um took a um an amiibo and actually made it to look like Reggie's amiibo character oh yeah and she sent it to them and they she never knew if he got it what happened with it or whatnot in the video she actually said that in the background you can actually see her amiibo sitting on his desk that's cool, man. And that's that's really cool, and I think that really speaks to Reggie and kind of who he was, and um, as a as a driving force behind Nintendo. Uh, like that article said, he is one of the big public facing so people in Nintendo. Funny enough, um, this is a reply Jason Schreier had to one of the guys talk, uh, who was saying that. Uh, the, well, first off, I'm going to read Howard's uh, quote here. It helped that he was buying what he was selling. While not a hardcore gamer by any stretch of the imagination, he often had Nintendo game systems ready to play. He, he seemed to genuinely believe in it. Shire responded, He was at an E3 event a few years ago where Reggie was just sitting a few rows away just playing his 3DS like the rest of his schlubs. <laughs> <laughs> just playing on a DS and just killing time. And, it, and that's awesome. I think that's why everybody loves and enjoys Reggie because he, he really felt like one of us. Um, he was a... It wasn't like those... Uh, I'm picking on EA, but it really didn't feel like one of those like oh. suit-wearing corporate... Bro, Shrier responded again. I, he's like, yeah, I know it's not a real high bar, but he had a Dragon Quest Nine save with like 100 hours in it. Oh, wow. Bro, that's, uh, Dragon Quest is actually a fairly hardcore game. It's it is, JRPG all the way. But he, he would, he was always very relatable as an executive. He wasn't one of those like, I'm wearing the corporate suit and, you know, I'm reading the press releases. He, it didn't feel so stiff. Reggie was always very relaxed. Like we said, he always leaned into a lot of the beams and stuff that the communities gave him. I'm, I'm going to be honest, though. I really love the fact that the first picture that they ever uh, shared from Doug Bowser, if you look in the upper left corner, it's got Mario and Luigi tied up with a GameCube controller. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't see that. I'm going to look yeah, at that. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, um, Rurutu says Nintendo America it feels like he's just head of marketing for the NA region he doesn't really have much say in game development um, he's got so, his fingers in those pies as president I would imagine well I mean here's the thing though just because he's not in charge of Nintendo doesn't mean that he wasn't able to give feedback that wasn't going to be listened to I mean he's the head of a whole region that prints more money for them than all of Japan I mean to be fair North America is more profitable for Nintendo than Japan ever will be, even though Japan is their primary focus because they make games for Japanese players that happen to just translate well to everybody else. I mean, and that's the same for all game like game companies, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. Like N North America is a hotbed. Like we spend the most money on these consoles. Well, that's because um, North America tends to have the most just extra cash sitting around compared to the rest of the world. Yeah. And, um, um, I'm not trying to say North America is better. I'm just saying we tend to have more just extra cash because capitalism. Take it how you want. I think it's like U.S. and North America, then it goes to Europe. Europe, and then, um, then Japan, South Korea, and um, China, they don't actually allow home console games for the most part. They have, have to been, go through. Well, There's a lot of regulation they on them. They started back this year, and it has to go through like an approval board from the government now. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. And it... Um, so, uh, Rurutu, one thing, um, they do partner with, uh, American Studios quite a bit for game development, though. Um, the whole reboot to Metroid that's happening, uh, that's being done by an American Studio. 
That's true. So, and uh, Metroid Prime uh, 1 through 3, that was done by an American studio. So, they do work with American studios on licensed stuff for them. They just don't have Nintendo Studios in the U.S. But it, um... What was it, Retro Studios that's doing it? It's or, retro. Or, no, 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 it's not Retro Studios. Uh, I gotta look it up. I can't remember the name. Um, but no, one of the questions I definitely want to ask, like, what, what could this mean, what does this mean for Nintendo... Specifically, as a whole, and for Nintendo of America, because they have announced um, Reggie's replacement mm-hmm. is Doug Bowser. Yes, no, that is his real name. It is Retro Studios. It's retro, okay. Um, Sorry, I had to look it up. <clears throat> his real name is Doug Bowser. He will be the new president. Um, we've seen him a little bit before. They had some vi- um, VO or some video shots of him at a few pro- previous events, um, but he's definitely going to be a big, bigger presence there. One hundred percent. This the advertisements write themselves for Doug Bowser. They've already started the meme train train for him. So. Bro, um, for some reason they've already made him into Bowsette, which is really weird. Oh god, I don't see that. I literally searched Doug Bowser, and Eurogamer has a thing of him where he's been drawn as Bowsette. It's creepy as hell. Um, he's going to be doing the new Nintendo Directs. He, I doubt he will. They've never. Well, I guess they've had Reggie on there a couple of times before. Well, I think they had Reggie on there um, because of his presence and the. He's one of the industry um, heads that was always like, no matter who you were for, you loved Reggie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when he came I mean, down he to was it, he was he was on stage with Sean Layden and, and uh, Phil Spencer. Yeah. Um, and funny Awards. enough, he and Phil were also on uh, the ESRB board together, I believe. Oh, okay. As as uh, I believe Layton's on there too. I wouldn't be so, surprised. Yeah. Um, also, I think Bobby Kotick is as well. Um, oh, Bobby Kotick. For, yeah. If people don't know, Bobby Kotick, uh, president and CEO of Activision Blizzard. So. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm not, I'm we talked about that, that a few episodes and ago. I'm going to just walk away. Go, go listen to that. Um, but no, could, do you think this could mean anything for Nintendo? Do you think this will shake anything up? Is it just another I, kind of handing over of the torch? Hopefully it's just the baton pass. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, as far as North America's presence... Maybe the baton pass will actually be a good thing. Um, not saying Reggie isn't the right guy for the job, but he is more of an older style. And this may give Bowser a chance to come in and uh, take the keys to the Mushroom Kingdom, as it were. I mean, <laughs> and, and you think about it, something different. he was one of the more senior players on that side because Sean Lane's only been there for a couple of years. Phil Spencer's been in that position for a couple of years. He's been there for 15. He's been there for 15, and now with him gone, now we've got a whole new set of fresh faces moving into the next generation of potentially what could really shake up gaming with streaming and mobile devices and stuff like that could really shake up um, everything. And Ruto is right. The new CEO of Nintendo Japan is 48. Yeah. Um, The uh, Kimishima-san actually stepped down and promoted someone younger than him to the helm because he felt that someone uh, who's younger would have a better idea on what's made... Uh, what to do with Nintendo to make them last longer and be around and be relevant. It's kind of... Yeah, we're two yeah, same thing. Same, same thing. Yeah, man. I, I'm kind of cool with, like, if Miyamoto wanted to step down and just kind of be an advisor to all the new developers and kind of be there with, like, his fingers out and pies just giving advice. I'm totally cool with that. I don't need Miyamoto making all my Mario games. It, it, what's crazy is that we're in that... We're going to live through this first... I think big transition in gaming where a lot of these game developers that have been in the game since the 70s and 80s and coming kind of coming in here, people are retiring. 
people are unfortunately passing away they're very old they're stepping away and we're getting this new fresh blood in to kind of inject new ideas into this i say pastime or this medium um I, I, no this is not a pastime this makes more money than hollywood it does i mean you're not wrong yeah about that. so at this point this is an industry <laughs> you're 100 correct on that um no man, I, I'm gonna be honest with everything. I I'm kind of okay if Sakurai-san wanted to step down, and kind of just be a guiding hand instead of people. Be people, people need to give Sakurai-san a break. Like, look, bro, you like, got the look, ultimate deal with it, okay? Well, no, not even that. Like that guy has been stressed because of harassment on Twitter. That's not cool. Like, leave him be. He's another human. You know, just calm down. It, it's a great game, but bro, bro. If they don't make another one, it's not going to kill you. Yeah, I guarantee you they'll make another one. They're just going to get someone else to make it. But, um, no, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really happy for Reggie to kind of see where he goes in the future. Um, um, well, he said he's going to take the time to spend with his wife and kid. And after 15 years at Nintendo with profit sharing and all that, you know he's got some coin. Oh, yeah. He, he's good. He's, he, he's uh, saved a couple of those uh, one-up uh, bundles of coins. Good job, good job. Spinning on. Look, uh, man, <laughs> with the Mario stuff going on, uh, you know that he's just being hogtied by Bowser in the back and throwing out back. Well, I got that Mario hat on. I, I can't wait until I, I sure I'm sure Bowser's going to be more featured in Nintendo Directs and other videos from Nintendo of America now. Well, because so I don't know if you guys know. Um, there's some pictures going back where um, Doug Bowser literally has a jacket that says Team Bowser on the back of it. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh wow! It's his name. Why not lean into it? That's good. That's good. And it's smart marketing by Nintendo of America. They're definitely going to lean into that. But no, I don't. I, I don't no, think this will shake. I, uh, you know what I'm going to miss? I'm going to miss seeing Reggie on stage. Because anytime he showed up and he was on the stage, it felt like, all right, cool, man. You know what? Middle school and high school, Nintendo's still there. Yeah. So I feel like the end of an era. As positive as it's still going to be like, oh man, I'm going to see a Reggie and Iwata on no. stage. I'm going to say, we haven't seen Nintendo on stage, period, in you, a couple of years. You know what I mean, though. But I, I know what you mean. Well, no, me. no, Reggie was at the Game Awards. I mean, from an E3 perspective, because I'm pretty sure that's what you were talking about, too. No, but I mean, anytime they're announcing shit, I'm happy. <laughs> but no, I just, I'm, I don't think it'll shake things up too much. Uh, I think Reggie... Is an industry icon. He will be missed. Um, I think Doug Powser's going to be on his name alone. He's going to be just fine. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's just going to show up dragging like uh, Mario, uh, a stuffed Mario behind him on the ground, wearing yeah, a Team Bowser jacket, and he'll be fine. Everything will be cool. Um, but um, anything else? No, man. I'm going to keep playing my Nintendo games. But yeah. cannot stop. Will not stop, guys. Um, but. Yeah. With that being said, guys, that is going to be it for topic number two, and that's also going to be it for episode 129 of the Rocket Punch Cast. Again, guys, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We really appreciate it. Uh, make sure, you again, you head over to rocketpunchgo.com. Uh, keep an eye on our events on the little um, calendar there so you know all the um, when we do our game night this week on the 26th at 7. Get everybody together on Discord, start playing some games. Um, any other cool events and stuff we've got going on, we'll definitely be able to check out there. Um, remember, if you haven't done so already, follow us here at twitch.tv slash rocketpunchlive. If you're watching us here via um, Twitch, so you know when we go live each and every day in the week. Um, what am I missing? Make sure you, um, if you're listening to us via audio, make sure you're subscribing to our podcast. Go over there and subscribe to Southern Geek. It's now on your podcast services. 
Um, we've got episode zero zero up. We'll have episode zero one out as soon as we possibly can. Um, get hyped for that. A lot of good conversations coming from there. And of course, guys, if you want to help support the show, um, patreon.com slash rockpunch. You can help support us there. You can throw us your free Twitch Prime sub, do all that cruel, crazy stuff there. But rockpunch.com, if you take anything away from this, that's the place you want to go to find all of our stuff there, guys. Yep. Um, that, but with that being said, guys, thank you so much for joining us this evening, joining us in our conversations. We'll see you next week.